Welcome back to Raging Workaholics. Miles looks a little different today. Yeah. Just a little. <laughs> Another M though. Oh yeah. Yeah, we have Melissa. Oh, MM. MM too. Miles Montplaisier, Melissa Marshall. There you yes. go. That's perfect. It is. So Melissa is my business partner in Core Counts and Miles is dipped out and done doing something else. So we uh got somebody even better than Miles and that's <laughs> Melissa. You're funny. <laughs> so we're going to have some fun today on some stuff. Um, and the it's rainy season here it today uh, in North Dakota. And finally, the snow is gone. So guess what happens next? Oh, it rains. It rains. Yep. And then we take care of our lawn. Yes, we do take care of our lawn. Yeah. So finally, you, finally, we get, I'm so ready. Oh, yes. my gosh. Do it, not it, shovel. Oh. I'm just ready to be done with snow and I'm yes. ready to like I have a game plan for my front lawn already this summer. Do oh, you do? Yes. What does it include? Uh well, we're gonna get some simple lawn solution. Of course. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, that's the best stuff. Uh we're also getting a new mower and I have like the places where I know like the lawn needs the most work. Mm -hmm. Like there's a little place where there was a flower bed that's kind of died out and yeah. we want to grow something new there uh -huh. so i think simple on is going to be great for that it is yeah. it is yeah we got to see the results last summer and so excited that may is here and now we get to actually use simple on and have the best lawn yep so if you need simple on solutions go ahead and go to simple on solutions.com yeah melissa sarah today we are going to talk about one of the things that I love to talk about, and I know you love it as well. I do. Like, I really love to talk about it. Really love it. And Ben even knows about this yeah. thing that we're like, hey, let's talk about this. Uh, for those of you who are watching us, we are pretty in pink today. So we took off our jackets, and we happen to be wearing the same exact color. Same exact color. Burst out laughing. What are the chances? <laughs> I mean, I guess they're not. Not like that he, far yeah, off, but yeah. mm -hmm. in the exact uh, unfortunately, same I don't have anything like pink really to wear. Oh, so, shoot. like, Ben did I, not get the memo. I did not get the memo. Gift list for Ben. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. actually, too pretty in pink. Yeah, okay. pretty, pretty in pink. I feel like I could pull off pink. Oh, you could yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. So, Melissa, tell us about the Enneagram high level. What is it? And then let's dig into it a little bit. Sounds great. So, the Enneagram is amazing. It's a personality assessment, mm -hmm. but what's really uh, unique about the Enneagram is it helps identify people's desires, fears, and motivations. Ooh. So sometimes when we learn about different personality assessments, mm -hmm. we get a really good description of how people naturally show up, mm -hmm. but sometimes we don't always understand the why behind it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it comes down to what people are really most afraid of mm -hmm. and what they desire more than anything in the world. Yeah. And that's not always a conscious thing. It's a subconscious thing. Mm -hmm. And that's what's really cool about the Enneagram is it digs into that and helps open the door to understand the why behind people's behavior. Yeah, I think that and the, it, I so I was first certified in MBTI. So that's mm -hmm. a personality profile that we've talked about here on the show um, with Miles and myself and then hiring and some of those things we've plugged in. And when I was first introduced to the Enneagram, it just made sense. It kind of put in perspective why some of the life choices I made earlier in my life 
turned out the way that they did. And it really helped me understand that. And then also the relationship with my husband, as well as relationships in the office. Absolutely. So uh, I just spent the last three days in at a retreat with um, a senior leadership team and they haven't taken it. But because I know what it is Mm -hmm. um, and I can kind of peg people since we've done enough work in it, that it was really helpful to use some of that language to help them understand each other and why they might be behaving in the way that they are. Yep. It's really incredible to have people all of a sudden realize they're being seen Mm -hmm. in that moment when you can, I mean, they always say whether it's MBTI, DISC, Enneagram, anything that we shouldn't type people, we shouldn't assume that we know. Mm -hmm. And I think if we're doing that with the filter of having compassion Mm -hmm. and trying to seek to understand forget about what they say, go ahead and do it. Because Mm -hmm. when that light bulb moment comes on, when their eyes are like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. you get me, you get me, you get why I'm doing this. Yes. It opens the doors because all of a sudden that guard comes down Mm -hmm. and you can have a real conversation rather than someone getting a little pissy. Yeah. Or taking their stances. Yeah. That's another thing that's super powerful about the Enneagram. Absolutely. The stances, what Sarah's mentioning is there's three stances. When people feel threatened, they can do one of three things. They can either withdraw, they can get compliant, or they can become a little assertive aggressive. So I'm sure you guys have all seen in a meeting every now and again, or you've noticed as you're talking with someone and things are getting a little heated. Yeah. All of a sudden, one of those three things happens and it can be our invitation really mm-hmm. yeah. to go, oh, I see Sarah is starting to become compliant. Yes. Maybe I should check in on that a little bit and mm-hmm. see what's going on there. Yeah. So Sarah just saying yes isn't always the best thing. No, Sarah saying <laughs> yes isn't always the best thing. Uh-huh. But if you didn't know that about me, it would be like, okay, well, she said yes. Absolutely. So therefore she's doing it, even though in her mind she's saying yes, but I'm going to prove you wrong or yes, but this is the worst decision ever and all of the things. Yes. And I'm getting a little resentful over here because I'm saying yes and I don't really want to. Yes. That that happens quite a bit, that resentment uh, for the Enneagram type two. Yes. So what does that mean? What, what does Enneagram type two mean? All right. So there are nine different types within mm-hmm. the Enneagram and the Enneagram is a circle with a triangle and then some other points. And it kind of looks like a big star. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the really neat things about the Enneagram and one of the things sometimes people start realizing as they're learning about their type or Mm -hmm. about the Enneagram is they'll say, well, I really, this one really makes sense, but I also do some of these things. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's absolutely true (laughs) because the Enneagram, every point is connected. And so it's all within us. Mm -hmm. It's just our ability to access certain things a little bit easier. Okay. So there are nine different points, as I mentioned, Mm -hmm. on the Enneagram. Mm -hmm. And there are three different triads. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't mean anything to anyone who doesn't know about the Enneagram. (laughs) But the three triads are the gut. So these people are going to be the eight the nine and the one. Mm -hmm. And the eight is a challenger. 
The nine is a peacemaker and the one is a reformer or a perfectionist. Yeah. And so when you come to these people with a problem, they're going to respond by saying, okay, what should we do about it? Yep, doers. Yes, what are you going to do about it? So they're leading with their gut, gut instinct. They're not always thinking things through. Yep. Then if we swing around a little bit, Mm -hmm. we've got our feelers. Mm -hmm. They're the people who are in the heart triad. Those, that's Sarah. That's me. The two, the three, and the four. The two is the helper. Mm -hmm. The three is the enthusiast. Nope, I lied. It's the the achiever. Mm -hmm. Seven is the enthusiast. And then the four (laughs) is going to be the romantic or the individualist. And so those are people who, if you come to them with a problem, they're probably going to ask how you're feeling. Or if something happens to you, they're going to be like, oh, how would that make you feel? Mm -hmm. And then people who are eights are are like eight, nine, one. They're like, I don't care how we feel. What are we going to do about (laughs) it? got to get something done. Exactly. Exactly. And Ben's a nine. He's scared. So he's a doer too. Oh, we have every... Every triad is represented right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because good I, thing Miles isn't here. Oh gosh. Yes. <laughs> yes. He uh for sure in that doing yep. the gut triad. He's an eight. For sure an eight. Um, so then we swing around and we've got the head triad. These people lead with thinking. That's mm-hmm. where I fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the five, the six, the seven. And so the five is the investigator. The six is the skeptic loyalist. Ooh. That's me. and then we have the seven the enthusiast so the skeptic the loyalist so that using those two words they almost feel like the opposite of each other absolutely tell me about your crazy oh that's exactly what i say all the time Uh when we discuss the enneagram i'm like well the six is crazy so get ready (laughs) because you never know what you're going to get Mm -hmm. one of the really interesting things about a six Mm -hmm. and this is where that well, skeptic and loyalist, those two things seem to be very opposite of each other. Yeah. They are. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because <laughs> we just like to make things really interesting uh-huh. because we're afraid of everything. Oh, what? what's what's your fear, Melissa? Everything. <laughs> everything. This, that, and everything. Everything. So <laughs> with a six, we really want to find security and safety and things. Mm-hmm. And like you mentioned, mm-hmm. When you look back on decisions in your life, mm-hmm. oh, you know why? Yeah. Same. When yeah. I learned that I was, oh, also, I didn't want to be a, a six. Yeah. So like, I took oh, the assessment you. 700 times to try to be something <laughs> other than a six. Uh-huh. And then as I dove in deeper, I had to hang my head and say, I'm crap. I'm a six. <laughs> yep. You can't run from what you are. You nope, can't. You can't. Nope. You can't. Uh-uh. I really didn't want to be a six. But yeah. one of the things about a six is, you know, they'll they'll either be worried about everything or be super aggressive. Mm-hmm. So sometimes a six can actually be mistyped as an eight oh. because they can be phobic or they can be counterphobic. Hmm. And I even think about sometimes the way I've shown up either at home or at work. If I really am wanting to dig my heels in. Yeah. I can probably be counterphobic, which means I'm a little more aggressive. Uh-huh. And then other times, um, 
when I am threatened or in one of my stances, I get really compliant. Uh-huh. And so it's really, it's confusing. Yes, it is confusing. It's super confusing. But the underlying current there uh-huh. is how can I get security? Okay. How can I make things the most safe? Mm-hmm. Well, I either have to fight about it or I've got to go with the flow a little bit and get a little compliant. Okay. Okay. Makes sense. Weird. Weird. Confusing. <laughs> Let's dig into let's dig into Ben a little bit, yeah. Mr. Okay. Peacemaker. So Peacemaker Ben. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell tell us a little bit about how that shows up for you. Well, I definitely am more of the like go with the flow. I don't like to ruffle feathers, but also I, if something's gotta get done, it's gotta get done, mm-hmm. and it I am very resistant to change at times. If like the method that we've been doing is working, if somebody comes with a new way. I'm open to it, but you got to explain to me like, okay, how is this better than the way we were doing it? How is it more efficient? That kind of a thing. Yes. Sounds very much like a nine. Nines Mm -hmm. are really go with the flow. Sometimes nines struggle a little bit with inertia. So it's hard to get going every now and again. But once a nine gets going, holy moly, look out. There's like no stopping you. Yep. So it's kind of like an all or nothing type thing. Does yeah. that resonate a little bit? Very much so. Like if I, I'm not interested in something, like it'll get done, but it'll be slow. But if it's something that like very passionate about, like it's just go, go, go. We don't, we do not have time to stop. We got to finish this. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. One of the other things that I recently learned about with a nine, um, I was able to participate in a panel and got to learn a lot about nine. So there were several nines in the room. Um, But one of the things someone said, and I'm really curious if this is familiar to you at all. Mm -hmm. She said, I will go with the flow all of the time. So when I do say something, even if it's really quiet, know that that's actually me saying it loudly, because if it weren't important to me, I wouldn't say it at all. Yep. So no matter the volume, if you hear me ask for something, it's really important to me. I I feel like that kind of applies Mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just something it's that's one of the interesting things about the Enneagram is learning what that underlying current is. Yeah. So what's the biggest fear of a nine? Oh, the biggest fear of a nine is. Um, lack of self-preservation. So you want to keep yourself safe and not want to rock the boat. Mm -hmm. And so they'll do what they can to keep things safe inside. Um, Sometimes things are a little chaotic outside. And (laughs) you work in a little bit of chaotic environment. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I've worked in much more chaos. This is a good good one. Miles, you get an A plus. Yeah. So chaos can be going on outside, but as long as there's that inner calm and inner peace, A-okay. Yeah, like external chaos doesn't really bother me. Like if we hit a roadblock or something like that, Mm -hmm. that's fine. We'll get around it eventually. But like so long as I'm sure of myself and what I'm doing and my role in things, I'm good. Oh, good. I love that because you even incorporated that word self. Mm -hmm. And it is that a little bit of that self-preservation. Like you're safe in that moment. You're keeping yourself safe and so Mm -hmm. you keep moving on. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Good. Good. And his natural stance is? Uh, I want to say that one one? is when a stance when threatened is compliance. Okay. It's either compliance or withdrawn. Definitely not assertive aggressive. (laughs) That that sounds about right. I'm just kind of like. 
yeah, sure, whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sometimes with that compliant, um, mm-hmm. and I know this from me, mm-hmm. my stance is compliant. Sometimes we tend to sit back and go, yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Uh-huh. I know you're, <laughs> I know you're wrong. And when you're, when it is wrong, I'll remind you how wrong it was that we did that, <laughs> Well, but there, I'll go with the flow. There have been times in the past where like people want to do something new. And if I think that it's for lack of a better word, dumb, I'll be like, if you want to do it, you can do it yourself. Like I'm not going to do, uh-huh. I'm not going to change for you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, nines definitely don't want to change for change's sake. But yeah. there's got to be a real reason that we're going to be doing this mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Sarah, as, as a helper, how have things shown up for you? Oh, things oh, that are good and bad. Good and bad. So when I, I first did the Enneagram, it was uh, we were at a conference with a couple uh, other business owners, girls, and we were in the hotel room and they had talked about it on stage. So we were taking it. And um, mine came back with the Enneagram too, which is the helper. And one of the gals goes, uh, that one's not even bad. There's nothing bad about it. Mm. And and she happened to get the eight, the challenger. Um, and she was just having a tough time with it. The next morning she came back from getting us all coffees and she said, well, pink is a challenger. So I'm okay with it now. <laughs> so the artist pink is a, also an Enneagram eight. Uh, so she's okay with it now. So it's good. Um, so how, but what in reading that, how it shows up in me for good is I usually can identify people's needs even if they can't identify them and I usually can get people to open up and um and do all the do all share all the things that they need to share um and really kind of help my uh, business is called light for a reason it's because it's my natural tendency to make people feel less heavy when they're around me or in conversation with me so that's the good side of it um the bad side of it is I I also have a really hard time identifying my needs and I also have a hard time uh, stopping the helping. (laughs) So saying no to things, even though my, um, my mind says I can do it all. I can Mm. take it all. I can, I can help every human being existence on this earth, which is not a true statement. It's not. No, my heart. No matter how much your heart tells you that it it is. It's not. Yeah. My heart takes over and my mind is like, what? are you doing? Um, you literally cannot do everything, but so that's the the downfall. And then the other downfall too, is that I have a need to be needed. Mm-hmm. So my deepest fear is what is the deepest fear of a two? So that they aren't needed yeah. and they're not loved. Shame is a big thing for mm-hmm. twos. And so if they are not worthy and not feeling loved, what are they here for? Yeah. And that is a really hard thing for a two. Yeah. So I kind of create this um, need to be needed, like this dependence on me. Yep. And that's not healthy either. Um, and I now that I'm aware of it, I can put some safeguards in place, but I still catch myself like, oh, I'll handle that because I want you to want me. I want you to want to come to me for those things. Um, so that that's been a real struggle in my career um, as well as at home when it comes to making sure that I'm taking care of me a little bit and not creating this dependence upon me because my natural tendency is for you. I want you to want me to be around. Um, I want, (laughs) yeah, 
Yeah. Or there's another saying that isn't in the Enneagram too. It's something that I want you to be happy, but I want to be the reason why. A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. It's so dramatic, but it is like uh, part of me and recognizing it is helpful. Absolutely. Well, I mean, awareness is everything. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not awareness in the moment, because especially as we're learning something new, it's not going to be natural. Yeah. You know, our natural tendencies, we're not naturally going to be aware of them because they're totally subconscious. And so as we learn more about our different personality types, whether it's an Enneagram or anything else, Mm -hmm. it's a way to have compassion and understanding for ourselves and for others. And so it's great for you to be able to recognize like, oh, crap, Mm -hmm. I've been needing to be needed for a little while. <laughs> Maybe my motivation is mm-hmm. for people to like me yeah. and love me yeah, and tell me that they like and love me. <laughs> and tell it's them, annoying, and tell me, thank actually. you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my gosh. So me and Melissa are business partners in this business and I keep every, what, three months or so I need to be like, Okay, I'm breaking up with you again, not like in a stance of that I'm leaving for leaving for good, but more of a like, hey, I keep saying yes and I need to say no. And I, so I have to have this emotional breakdown every few months. What? You have a, a limited amount of time in the day? I know. It's weird. weird. It's weird wrong. that God didn't give you more hours in the day and screwed the rest of us He over, did not. Right? No. Although I no, think weird. he did. Weird. <laughs> well, sometimes you are like the Energizer Bunny. I think... I think you probably have a three wing. Yes. And so then that makes complete sense. So mm-hmm. um, within the Enneagram, since it's on a circle, that means that each number has a neighbor. Yeah. And whatever things that we're tied to closely. So yes. what's on the right of us and the left of us and the three is on the right of a two. Yeah. That means we can access those things a heck of a lot more easily. Mm-hmm. And so your three partnered with your two yeah. can create a lot of havoc for you because you want to help everyone. You want to be successful. Mm -hmm. You've got your definition of success and that includes helping people. Yes. And so you're going, 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 going and taking on maybe things you shouldn't. Yes. And sometimes that can be confusing for the people that the rest of the people in the room. And luckily Mm -hmm. we know each other well enough (laughs) where I can be like, "Mm, oh, that was Sarah's helper. (laughs) Yeah. Don't let her, don't let her do it. Do you really want to do this? Or are you just saying that you will do this? Cause you can, Mm -hmm. cause you're brilliant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't, don't just close your eyes and smile. You are Mm -hmm. own it. Good. Confirmed. Perfect. Cause you know, you can do it, Uh but you don't have the time. Right. And it might not be something you should be doing. So (laughs) correct. We've got to hold space for that. Yep. And I'm really good at coaching other people through those things and not so good at coaching myself. I think that's just a natural thing to like. Do as I say, not as I do. A hundred percent. Tell my kids that. Tell clients that. Tell my partner that. Everything. <laughs> oh, goodness. So should we pick on Miles for a hot minute? Uh, probably. I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't. He's yeah. not here to defend himself. Exactly so, you know. right. <laughs> Free reign. So the Enneagram 8. Ooh, the challenger. I'm married to one, so let's beat him up. God bless America, <laughs> right? Oh, my Atlanta. Oh, and our other business partner is, yep. an, is an 8 he, as yep, well. Yep, he's an 8. Okay. And so we're surrounded by 8s. Yeah. All, um. 
my significant other is a seven with an eight wing. Okay. And so I get a little bit of it at home too. And yeah. holy cow, sometimes yeah. I'm like, could you slow your roll here? Slow your roll. So yeah. gut reaction. Gut reaction, fire. I don't know if they're even ready, Amy. They're just <laughs> firing. Like it's not ready and fire. Fire, 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 fire. Yes. And sometimes we've got to be like, hey, slow down here. Uh-huh. The biggest challenge and the biggest fear of an Enneagram eight is being vulnerable. Yes. And so, like, just a balm to the soul of an eight is to let them know we need their strength. Yeah. And sometimes that's hard to do because sometimes it feels like bullshit a little bit. (laughs) Because we just want to be like, could you not for a minute? Yeah. Could you not need all the compliments that you're so great? Yes. You're so great (laughs) and you're so smart and you do all the right things. But I mean, they're they are drivers. They're getting the things done. Eights are great. One of the things I mean. Um, one of the interesting things about an Enneagram eight in the workplace is that men who are eights are strong, confident, competent leaders. Women who are eights in corporate America tend to be labeled as bitches. Yeah. Just is what it is. And so that's a really interesting tendency. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think about how you were mentioning that the person you were at that conference with, Mm -hmm. she didn't want to be an eight because- you know, there's a hardness to an eight. There's a forcefulness to an eight. And sometimes that's not always accepted uh, for women. Yeah, and so for sure. having that understanding of there's there's a genuine soft side to an eight, mm-hmm. but you got to go through a few layers. Yep. So I think of what is that show with Louis, um, Leanne Tui? It's a football show. Anyway, she said she's an onion. You've got to peel back the layers. And someone was like, Sometimes Blind, you got it. Yes, thanks. Blind, yeah. Sometimes you got to take a knife. I was going to say Shrek. Like, that's where I know that one. <laughs> I love it. Shrek yeah. might be an eight yeah. as well. Maybe, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. some truth there. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes you got to figure out how to cut through all the bullshit. Yes. And get to seeing the heart of an eight because the second you do, there can be a tremendous amount of understanding and awareness. Yes. So we can hold space for eights to have their eightness mm-hmm. and we cannot be annoyed with it yeah Mm -hmm. because it can be a little annoying sometimes yeah so uh, a heart triad to Mm -hmm. being married to a gut a sort of aggressive stance eight Mm -hmm. um one thing that i really appreciate appreciate about understanding the enneagram is that the eights actually are um connected through conflict Absolutely. So, uh, and I use this actually quite a bit. I used it this last week in the, my offsite in helping people who are conflict adverse understand that when the Enneagram eight and we didn't, they didn't take that one, but the, they have the disc. So the dominant personality is engaging in conflict with you. They're not doing it to tear you down or doing that they're actually feeling more connected than ever with you yes and the the people on the other side of the disc in that case but the other side of the enneagram the twos are like this is the worst thing ever that you're yelling at me right (laughs) why are you so mean why are you so mean why are you so mad at me and they're not typically i mean unless you're doing like personal attacks, which mm-hmm. are not appropriate in conflict. Nope. Um, and they're really just attacking a problem, but because their emotions get raised and their voice might be higher, um, we who are in the heart triad get a little bit like, 
slunt down and feeling a lot of feels yep. when they're like, and they're like, oh my gosh, that was the best conversation we've ever had. And you're like, screw you. That was so painful. <laughs> I'm going to have to go through therapy for months to get over it. 100%. You th- it, like think about it as a broken bone. Okay. It heals and is stronger there. So their, yes. their idea is the only way out is through it. So let's get through the messiness. Let's cut through all the bull crap mm-hmm. so that we can get through it and things will be better. Yeah. And the rest of us are kind of like, we want to dance around, go around it a little it. bit, <laughs> maybe not get to the heart of the matter. And they're like, let's get in there yeah. right away. Mix it up. Mix it up. So do you see Miles behaving in that way, Ben, where he's just getting after it? Yeah. And I, I honestly get concerned like when he does kind of lose steam because I'm like, that's not who you normally are when I know that you're doing well, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if he's fe- like feeling taking on maybe some of the peacemaker or some of those other things, then he's probably not in his element, if you yeah. will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting for sure. So where do we go to learn more about the Enneagram, Melissa? Well, there are many places you can go to learn more about the Enneagram. You can come to us. You can learn more from us. We'd be happy to work with your team and help you uncover how you can work well together because you got to work together. Um, But you can also go to the Narrative Enneagram, the Enneagram Institute. Truity has an assessment. So there's a variety of different places. Mm -hmm. Tons of great books and resources out there. Um, The Road Back to You is a great book that Mm -hmm. can help you identify. And the nice part about that is it they tell a lot of stories. And so as you're reading the stories, that's when I really knew I was a six. Yep. Here's As an example. I was reading the stories and reading the examples, I was like, ah, crap. I do that. It's real life. <laughs> That's who I am. It's a bummer, Dang but it's it. real. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, so those are some really great resources. Yeah. The uh, One person I follow on Instagram is Enneagram Ashton. Oh, yes. And yep. she puts lots of stuff out there. And my husband like thinks that I'm the weirdest. So he's a challenger. So it, it, he doesn't really get into this stuff um, as much as a Melissa and I do. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be like, look at this. This is you. <laughs> this is why you're pissed at me right now. <laughs> and he's like, don't label me. <laughs> It's the best. It's the best. And you're like, if you only knew how much it helps our relationship that I do label you because then I understand you better Mm. and I'm not crabby at you when you're your eight self. Yeah. And and yeah, we, if it is on point and he's not actually pissed at me, then he's like, oh yeah, I do that. Mm -hmm. So it's about 50, 50 shot with the challenger. You never know. You never never know. It's good though. Yeah. So thanks, Melissa, for sharing the Enneagram. Anything else you want to say about it? Um, I would really learn more about it. Don't as you as you discover what your type is, really do a little bit of research. Make sure that one actually resonates because Mm -hmm. there are some mistypings every now and again. Um, on the Enneagram Institute's website, there is um, at the bottom of each Enneagram type page, Mm -hmm. there's a mistype link for Uh each of the different types. So if all of a sudden you're like, oh, this just, this was what came up and it doesn't make sense to me, Mm -hmm. you were maybe mistyped. It's Mm -hmm. fine. Just learn a little bit more about each Mm -hmm. and be open to showing up as your true and natural self. Yeah. And use it in your work relationships, home, anything. Mm -hmm. So then you're less raging and more just a regular workaholic. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming today, Ah, Melissa. Thanks for having me.
All right, we'll see you in the next one.